Did your friend offer you a pick-me-up pill? If you take medication that didn't come from a pharmacy, it's important to test it for fentanyl. Fentanyl can be hiding anywhere. Pick up a test strip at your local pharmacy today and protect yourself from hidden fentanyl. Welcome to Chris Allen's podcast. And here comes the show. And it's the Chris Allen podcast. And today we're interviewing Mortimer Blankenship. And I bet I said that wrong because I'm horrible with names. That's okay. It's it's not like you didn't already know. My name is Mortimer Blankenship the Third, and I am the Mutton Chop Millionaire. How's it going? I mean, so what made you go with mutton chops? I mean, why wouldn't I? Have you seen how good looking I am? I mean, you're you're better looking than me, but that's not a high bar. Well, I, I, I tell you, at one point, I have to I had to beat the ladies off with a stick. Wow. Those poor, so, those, those okay. poor, poor ladies. Okay, so many sticks, so many beatings. So, you wrestle or you manage uh, with NWA and Supreme Wrestling. NWA okay, Supreme was, Wrestling. It, it used to be NWA Supreme. Yes. Yes. It's now just Supreme Wrestling. The NWA, of course, uh, went away from the territory thing um, when Bruce Tharp sold it to Billy Corgan. Billy Corgan now is just doing like a centralized, uh, um, kind of centralized out of like the Nashville area, uh, NWA, which, um, I hope to one day be a part of. Um, but yeah, right now I, I primarily, uh, work for Supreme wrestling based out of Madison, Indiana. And I'm also, uh, with Emerge wrestling based out of Columbus, Indiana. Oh, and also, uh, more recently, uh, hybrid championship wrestling out of Terre Haute, Indiana. That is, sounds like a very busy man. Um, so what inspired you to get into wrestling? We- okay. I I mean, it's the t- a typical uh, wrestling fan. I mean, people don't get into things that they, you know, something, you don't get into something like wrestling because you don't enjoy it. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I hate when people try to play off. Oh, I was never a mark for wrestling. Bull crap. Of course you were. I mean, <laughs> You had to enjoy it to want to do it. I mean, you didn't think, I'm, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go get the shit beat out of me tomorrow just because I. It, that sounds like fun. No, you, 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 you watched wrestling before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so it, I, I mean, I, I, was say, I marked out at the last pay per view for Extreme Rules. I marked out hard. Oh, yeah. I, I actually did not watch all of it i just i i usually catch the i don't watch to be honest i don't watch much of any of the product anymore i watch i do watch the nwa um because it to me and i've said this time and time again the nwa is it feels more like professional wrestling than sports entertainment to me um and i i like professional wrestling way more than sports entertainment but i'm not gonna dog on it different strokes for different folks so if you enjoy sports entertainment more than professional wrestling and that's that's your choice albeit the wrong opinion but you're allowed to have that opinion that's how i've always looked at it um but how i got into wrestling was i always liked it growing up um thought it was great um i ended up working a summer internship at a uh, at a factory and my mom worked at that factory when i was younger and this was after um, a few years after my mom had passed away, but I happened to get 
because my mom had worked there, I got a, a, a summer internship when I was in college to go work at this factory. Well, I'm, they put me in the location where my mom was the scheduler for. So I knew a lot of the people that worked there from a few years before, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I was talking to one gentleman uh, named uh, uh, Lonnie Kincaid. And Lonnie, I knew that he had been a wrestler for years. Uh, Luscious Lonnie Lee out of Canada. He 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 did uh, had this Canadian heartthrob gimmick. My mom talked about him being in wrestling, and I I had looked him up and seen him. And so we started, struck up a conversation. I was just like, "So you're still doing the wrestling thing?" He's like, "Well, actually, and 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 do you, you probably hear my cat in the background. I do apologize. I have two cats and two dogs, so they like to talk it up every now and again. Um, but I I asked uh, Lonnie, hey are you still doing the wrestling thing? And to which he responds, actually, I, I'm getting back into it. I'm doing a show down in uh, Madison. It's called uh, SCW, Supreme Championship Wrestling. And at the time, it was ran by a guy named Matt Douglas. Um, and he says, as a matter of fact, I need a manager. And he, he said, "Do you? would you like to come out and manage me? And I'm like, sure. He goes, well... We can't, he goes, you need to come up with a name. And it's no big, big, big uh, secret anymore. My my shoot name is Matt Robinson. It's kind of boring. Yeah. That's a boring. So he's like, he's like, oh, you need to come up with it. And without missing a beat, I said, Mortimer Sebastian Blankenship Third Esquire. And he was like, okay, it's a little wordy, but my gosh, that's good. You've thought about this before. I'm like, yeah, I, I have. So we get to Madison. They say, what's your manager's name? I said, Mortimer Sebastian Blankenship III. I dropped the Esquire. And he goes, he goes, well, we already got uh, Sebastian Eros wrestling tonight. So drop the Sebastian. You're Mortimer Blankenship III. All right. Sounds good. And that's how my name stuck. So granted, this was the first ever show I ever done. I had not had any type of training. It was trial by fire. Literally just got thrown out there. They knew that I understood enough about professional wrestling that as a manager, all I, all I had to do was stand there, do what I'm told, get, hit my spots, you know, do everything that I'm supposed to do, and piss the crowd off. And that's what I did. The first night I went out there, um, there was a spot where uh, I was supposed to hit Roger Blade with a... Uh, a clipboard. Well, the clipboard I had was plastic. I didn't have it. And so I'm like, okay. And before I, I was freaking out before the match and the guy comes over and goes, yeah, just hit me over the head like this. And, and Roger hits himself over the head and it cracked my clipboard right down the middle. And I was like, oh, well now it's, it's already broke. It's pre broken. It's not going to be that bad. So I held that clipboard close to my side. So nobody could see that it was already broken. I went out there and, um, he, uh, the spot happened, and I just bashed just as hard as I could, hit him over the head with that, and pieces went flying everywhere. Plastic shrapnel just all over the place, some in the crowd, blah, 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 you know. So match is over. I go to the back. Matt Douglas comes up to me, hellfire and brimstone, pissed off. Just, hey, who told you to use that gimmick at the end of the match? I said, I'm just telling what the what the vets told me to do. And they told me that was what the spot was. It's, he told me, well, I didn't approve of it. You're out of here. You're never going to show your face in Madison, Indiana again. As we could tell how 
how correct he was. That's where my most of my wrestling career occurred was in Madison. <laughs> so, uh, and he doesn't show his face there because of uh, other reasons. I'm pretty sure if he did show up in Madison, he wouldn't uh, walk away on his own. Uh, but that's another story. Um, there's not too many people down there that like him. Um, but yeah, that's how I got into it. It was a friend of my mother's who was a wrestler that, well, a coworker of my mom's that was a wrestler that knew that I was an actor in high school. And um, I thought after that, when I was, I thought, oh, I, I had my, my one show in professional wrestling. I could say that I've done it before. And I thought that was it. And I was wrong too. So uh, going on 12 years now. So, I mean, that's, that's, that sounds like a rough way to get started, but amazing at the <laughs> same was. time. I just think it's odd to go like, I didn't approve that. Like, yeah, but it sounds like it looked awesome. Be happy. Oh, Sometimes yeah. things happen. Like go yeah. with it. There, there is a video. It's real hard to find, but there is a video of it still. Um, if you look, if you YouTube, uh, luscious Lion Lee's return to wrestling, it's the, there's like three or four matches. That's all in one video. And it's at the end. And that is my first ever show I ever did. They, they even have this long promo that I cut and I never cut a promo. It is so bad. Like I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't watch, I can't watch that part of it. I get, I get so like, I get goosebumps from cringing so bad that I have to fast forward through it. And, um, <laughs> you know, and also I was about a hundred pounds lighter back then. I'm like, man, I look so much better back then. Come on. But with the weight, you gain skills. See, so apparently that's your, it, 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 it's, uh, it, it's your yeah. magic power. There you go. Yeah, exactly what it is. Yeah, for yeah. sure. All right. That, that's a, an awesome start, and you're still doing it 12 years later, and sounds like you're going to keep doing it forever, which is awesome. Uh, I, I would like to say I'm going to do it forever, but I, in all reality, I want to say that I have less than 10 years left. Let's be honest. I'm, I'm, Eventually, I, I want to go on it, go on and do some. Uh, um, I, as of right right now, I I'm not, I don't do as do it as full time as I used to do. I do more spot shows. I do like emerge and HCW or monthly, and then Supreme. Um, I help book shows up in Jackson County, Indiana, like in Seymour and Brownstown, and uh, and I help book those shows and I, and I perform on those shows, but I don't do anything too crazy i mean that's just what i'm doing now because uh, you know i'm I, i'm busy i also you know I, I have a podcast now as well um yes. i've been doing that podcast it's called developmentally speaking it's on youtube um shameless plug um, uh, shameless plug all plug anything you want to plug that's that's <laughs> why we're here um yeah. talk I, about you yeah. talk about what you're doing yeah um yeah i'm like you said, I'm currently doing uh, a podcast called Developmentally Speaking. It's on YouTube. It's me and Brian Asbury. Um, every every we have it's about three and a half shows. Um, we have um, Developmentally Speaking, which is about the developmental territories of professional wrestling. We do either spotlights or actual interviews of people from OBW, HWA, FCW, and and any of those developmental territories. Um, and we just we want people to realize that, and especially being from Southern Indiana, that OVW was amazing, and still is. But back in the day, like all these people know who John Cena is, they know Batista, they know 
Randy Orton, they know Lesnar, right? That's the what they call the big four. Well, we focus on not to take we 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 talk about those guys, but we also focus on what we call the original four. I like to say the original five because we look at Dinsmore, Basham, the Damager, and Rob Conway. But I also throw Rico in there as one as well. And I like like to have that, you know. I'm Sierra Bravo, and I'm the narrator of a brand new, first of its kind, sitcom podcast called Popcorn for Dinner. It's about dating and jobs, and there's even a laugh track. Popcorn for Dinner, a brand new sitcom available wherever you get your podcasts. Let's maybe pull straws to decide. My God, we don't own straws. We're not monsters. I'm Sierra Bravo, and I'm the narrator of a brand new, first of its kind, sitcom podcast called Popcorn for Dinner. This show has everything a sitcom should. Relatable problems, wacky characters, and even a will-they-won't-they. It's comfort listening at its finest. And there's even a laugh track. But don't worry, you get used to it. Popcorn for Dinner, available wherever you get your podcasts. Let people know what they did before they were on TV. You know what I'm saying? And, And... Because Eugene was a cool character, but Mr. Wrestling Nick Dinsmore was a wrestler. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's what that's about. Then um, I started a secondary uh, show that was, it shows on Wednesdays, and I do believe we're actually, our our first season just ended. Um, We did uh, Glow Up, which is Gorgeous Lays of Wrestling. And we interviewed um, the ori- some of the original Gorgeous Laser Wrestling. Well, I say original. Um, apparently, there's a little bit of a, uh, a debate in the the world of Glow if the third and fourth season are considered original Glow Girl. Well, we interviewed from all seasons. We actually even got to inter- interview Matt Simber, the creator of Glow. Wow, that's awesome. Um, that was super awesome. And, and if you get a chance to listen to that, there's this this moment where he's talking about his wife and like, Oh, that's my wife. She helped me get set up. He goes, Oh, she's the executive vice president of, uh, of Paramount pictures. I'm like, well, what? Um, I- I'd like to okay. have that interview. That, that's crazy. Cool. Thank you. Awesome. Um, so yeah, we got to interview Matt Simber and the glow up is just, they have a really, they have a devout following all the glow girls do. So we're trying to, you know, get that out there and and we've had a really good you know our views are up there our views are going they're growing our subscribers are growing but slowly like i'm trying to get you know i want to get to that thousand mark so i can try to get monetized and yeah and you you know make a little cash because this this isn't cheap i mean it's you know (laughs) but and then also we have our third show which is connecting through wrestling which right now we have a deal uh with the nwa the um uh their their pr guy i can't remember what his name is right now but we are in contact with him and uh they we tell him who we would like to talk to and if any of those people are available he sends them our way and we interview them we've interviewed alex taylor rush freeman uh magic jake dumas aj kazana big strong mims um who else why Trevor Murdoch, the champion, the NWA NWA heavyweight champion. We've interviewed him. We've interviewed Jack Dane, and I'm sure I'm forgetting a few of them right now. But I mean, um, Mercurio. We've we've done so, you know. And then we also with 
connecting through wrestling, it's kind of like just connect through wrestling is kind of our mix bag show where we just throw whatever we want. If it doesn't necessarily fall under glow or which glow is going to expand into just, you know, women of wrestling is what we're going to go with that one. Or if it doesn't fit with it necessarily within the development, developmental product, we throw it into connecting through wrestling, which we we have uh, Henry. O, we interviewed Henry O. Godwin, um, and uh, there's a few other interviews we've done. Um, they're just awesome. I can't remember. <laughs> we've interviewed so many people. I can't remember which one they fall under. Sometime, and <laughs> but I mean, we've Kiwi Alan Funk, super cool dude. We've interviewed him. We interviewed um, uh, Sin Bodhi. I mean, there's been so many different interviews we've done. And as a wrestling fan, I can't believe that I've actually met the people I've met, talked to the people I have. And that's, you know, in the world of professional wrestling, it's not a big secret anymore. If you don't make it to one of the big companies or travel to the United States, sleeping in your car, you're not, you know, making any money. Right. Um, um, but the real payout for me is getting to meet my heroes. You know, I, I got to manage Jerry, the King Lawler. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, you know I, I got to manage Jerry, Jerry, the King Lawler and I've got to, and I've become really good friends with Boogie Woogie man, Jimmy Valiant. I mean, it, it's just, it blows my mind. And you talk about, you know, OVW. I remember you bring up Jerry King Lawler watching Jerry, the King Lawler on OVW in the eighties. <laughs> Not, not 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 to bring up my age, but I remember well, watching those. Well, it, it wouldn't be OVW, would it be uh, OSWA, right? Uh, it may have been OSWA. I was only like eight, but I could have yeah. swore. Yeah, OVW, OVW started in the nineties. It may have been the nineties because I was yeah. I was born in eighty one. So and I got I got into wrestling. I mean, my family wrestling was it like. If we didn't, I've watched every single WrestleMania, even the ones from before I was content because my dad had them all recorded. Um, right. Which brings me to my next question because oh, this I, one, I, I, as I, much I wrestling. I, oh, go ahead. I forgot. I forgot. Um, I do have one other smaller show, um, which um, I'm sure you probably you, you know Vito Andretti, right? Yeah. Yeah, we have a show with Vito as well. Um, it's called the Donut Hole. Wow! With Vito Andretti, and it's Vito telling old OVW stories. I- I'm definitely going to have to listen to all of these, and everybody yeah. should. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, so going back through all the wrestling you watched, any match, mm-hmm. anytime, anywhere, it doesn't have to be from one of the big ones. Um, what is your favorite match you've ever watched? My favorite match I've ever watched. Mm-hmm. Oh man, and it could be from anything—from pay-per-view, TV, whatever match you went to, just whatever match. What, what, what match made you mark out and you absolutely love the most? That's so hard for me. Um, there's a match. Oh my gosh, I believe it's Shawn Michaels versus British Bulldog, like maybe King of the Ring '94. Wow, that's your, that's that's a deep cut right there. That is so. I think it is. I'm so good. Such a good match. Like British Bulldog. Like you know, he was. He's always been. I've always liked British Bulldog. But there's never been stuff that he does. I'm just like, wow, look at him. But Shawn Michaels brought the best out of him in this match. 
Um, I, I think that's it. It's been so long since I watched it last. Um, I've, I, I, I'm a little biased, but I, I mark out for any Rip Rogers match because I'm from Seymour, which is where Rip is from. And so if you watch any old Hustler Rip Rogers stuff, um, like there's a match of him versus uh, Adam Bomb on Monday Night Raw. That is just absolutely hilarious. Or the original, the first ever, ba- uh, first ever Battle Bowl he's in. And he's, of course, the the jobber on the on the show, right? Yeah. And and I don't did did you ever watch did you watch WCW? Um, I, I said you watched. I watched WCW. I'm, I won't lie, I've mainly been a WWF guy most mm-hmm. of my life. And now, see that that's that's Brian, my podcast partner. He's the WWF guy. I was the WCW. Um, you know, Memphis style. I I, I like that stuff over the the WWF WWE, whatever you want to call it. Um, but Battle Bowl, I think it was 90, 1992, right? Um, uh, it's a re- of course, I saw this on a replay. I, I would have been four when it happened, but um, <laughs> yeah, you young I was, well, I, I'm only seven years younger than you. Thank you very much. Um, but I, <laughs> uh, Battle Bowl is where they have where they draw names and then they do, they make random tag teams and then the random tag teams wrestle. And then the winning teams all go into a big battle Royale at the end. And I remember if I'm saying this correctly, Rip got teamed with, um, and then I'm just saying that this isn't actually one of my favorite matches. I just, you got me talking about matches now and Rip, Rip teams with, um, Cole or Booker T from, um, Harlem Heat. Oh and, wow! And as he's going to the ring, he gets beat up by the 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 his opponents. They beat him up, so he's laying on the on the entryway the whole match, right? And then all of a sudden, the, the end of the match is Cole goes out, picks him up, and throws him over the top rope into the ring, and he lands on one of the opponents and pins him one, two, three. <laughs> so Rip won the match. That is <laughs> awesome. If you're gonna the win, whole, yeah, the whole match he laid he laid on the laid on the entry ramp and then won the match. <laughs> that is perfect. That that's, yeah, that's I, one of those great moments. I love stupid stuff like that. I just it's funny to me. Uh, so you're not watching much of the modern stuff that's happening right now because I, I know you said you prefer professional wrestling over. To sports entertainment, and I get it. I 100% agree. I love a good match, um, but uh, the WWE right now is actually getting back to that. Tri- uh, I've I've heard that. I've heard I heard Triple H taking over, and, and it has to be good. Like okay, like I I I know the NXT when Triple H was over NXT, it was good. I mean, it was a it was a proper mixture of sports entertainment and professional wrestling, but. You know, I like seeing big moves as much as the next person. Oh, yeah. Trust me. But I hate when they're, and that's the one thing that AEW, they just, every match is just boom, 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 big move, big move, big move. It takes it away Yeah. from it. It, it. it doesn't take away from the fact that they're athletes. What it takes away from is the reality of it, and it also takes away from the longevity of their careers. Yeah. Somebody's not going to lay there for three minutes while you climb that 30 foot ladder for you to jump off of. This is not realistic. Right. Um, 
and and doing stuff like big moves after big moves after big moves, yeah, you may have had a hell of a five-year career, but if you would have took a couple of rest holds, you would have had a hell of a 30-year career. Right. It's the difference between having a five-year job and a 30-year career. I'm just going to say you should watch my recommendation to you and maybe talk about it because uh, it was the, in my opinion, the perfect mix of sports entertainment, professional wrestling, and storytelling. Maybe the best storytelling I've seen in a match ever. Um, it was at the Extreme Rules. It was the Edge and Finn Balor match. Really? It, yeah. it absolutely, I don't want to spoil it for you. I'll have to check it out because Edge is one of my favorites of all time. I've always loved Edge. I mean, he's really good. Finn Balor, he's—I think Finn Balor once he went to WWE. Yeah. I mean, don't I'm not taking anything away from before that. He's always been an awesome athlete, but he's one of those when he went to WWE, it actually calmed him down a little bit when it comes to doing crazy move after crazy move after crazy move. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm thinking about this match going through my head with everything I remember about it, and I don't remember any crazy moves. I mean, there's some some spots because it's an I quit match, but Mm -hmm. nothing ridiculous and just absolutely, like, at the end of the match, like, I was going crazy, like, oh, it's on now. The person next to me was like, really? I'm like, no. Like, leave me alone. I'm having my moment. (laughs) Go away. Yeah. So, so, yeah, I recommend that. Actually, honestly, the Extreme Rules pay-per-view, I, I talk about it, it by far this year, the best pay-per-view, and it really was the first one that Triple H had complete control over. I mean, he is killing it. Um, right. I, I think the competition from here, Debbie, got them scared. And Vince, I think in his old age, had, had lost sight of what was important in wrestling. Um, uh, you say in his old age, man, he lost sight of it years ago. <laughs> well, it, it got worse as he got older. I think his eyesight got worse. That's why he liked the big guys. He's like, oh, I can actually see you because you're so huge. Uh, I, I don't know. Something about. I'm Sierra Bravo, and I'm the narrator of a brand new first of its kind sitcom podcast called Popcorn for Dinner. It's about dating and jobs, and there's even a laugh track. Popcorn for Dinner, a brand new sitcom available wherever you get your podcasts. With any dream, the wind won't always be at your back, the sun won't always be shining, and some rain is going to fall. American Family Insurance is like a good solid roof that you can trust to protect your biggest dreams. With plans that could save you up to 23% when you bundle your home and auto. Also, you can continue to dream fearlessly, no matter what comes your way. American Family Insurance. Get a quote or find an agent at AmFam.com. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company assigned its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Vince always had this weird, uh, within the last few years, he had this kind of look in his eye that seemed to me like things just weren't clicking. No. In his brain. brain. Like, I'm not not, going to say for sure, but it almost looked like he just was getting... Some of that, uh, uh, get a little senile. Well, yeah, well, yeah, he's 70-something years old. His eyes clicked right. really good on interns, though, apparently. just. Oh, Lord God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> they, really don't have, they really don't have very much medication for Alzheimer's, but they do have medications that, that come in a little blue pill. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember where this is going, but it's going. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, 
who well, we're going to go with the bigger promotions that way people know do you think was the most overrated and pushed into stardom wrestler ever most overrated wrestler ever mm-hmm. oh man that's a that's a tough one too see i i mm. overrated pushed wrestler mm-hmm. um if you asked me that question a few years ago i would have said roman reigns um he's but, killing it right now though but he's doing so well right now it took him a while to find it but it was one of those situations where I was like, "Hey, it's the Rock's cousin. He's getting, they're putting the the, the jet pack on him and just shooting him to the moon." Yeah. Um, you know. Let me see. Um. You know who I cannot stand. Um, is in AEW, and it's uh, Daniel Garcia. Really, I think I think he's blander than a rice diet like oh my god he i i am not impressed by him at all um but i mean he's in great shape i mean he's not a fat ass like me um he he can work but i just you gotta do something to make you stand out and he does nothing to make himself stand out I have a very unpopular opinion when it comes to this question, so I'm, I'm going to tell you, and then you can tell me how wrong I am. Go ahead. Hulk Hogan. Okay, a lot of people say that. Um, Hulk Hogan, and even he said uh, in the 30 for 30 with uh, about Ric Flair that, you know, Hogan says he wasn't a good wrestler. He wasn't. Um, he was a horrible wrestler. Right. right, but that's here's the thing about professional wrestling. Professional wrestling isn't about how good you perform moves. It's how well you connect with the audience. And he connected with the audience. He he did. He had that charisma. I'll give him yeah. the charisma, but at one that, point, that's what, I that's just what made him. leg drop. How it always worked. <laughs> yeah, like, really? The leg drop? Come on. Right, right. But, you know, it, it's... It, it, that is what I think wrestling is missing is larger than life characters. And that's why I like the fiend. And that's where whatever Bray's going as now. Um, I like, I like larger than life as long as they don't take it too far. The fiend, they take a bit too far. I, I think they're coming uh, that down a little bit. Uh, did you, you yeah. did you watch uh, raw this last week? I did not. I don't, I don't even have cable anymore. I don't, <laughs> I, I, have, I watch everything on I, Hulu. Yeah, I don't. I just have. Uh, I do have Hulu, but I don't have the live Hulu. Oh, you don't need high Hulu. High side note: You don't need live Hulu. You can uh, watch it on replay. That's what I do. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Because I just I work Monday nights. I can't watch anything on Monday nights. Yeah, well, Monday nights, Monday nights, Wednesday nights, usually when we we're recording. Yeah. Um. So, I miss AEW and Raw, and. Who watches Rampage or SmackDown? But anyway. Uh. <laughs> oh, I'm actually going to have to start watching SmackDown because uh, they're, they're doing uh, Braun, Braun, Braun Strowman back in. I know he's a big guy, but he's a big guy who can actually move and wrestle. I really like him. I, yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. Well, I, I don't talk crap about big guys. Big guys are great. Like, big guys are, are like, <clears throat> when they stop doing weight classes, like, they try to bring cruiserweight class back, which... I wish they would have stuck with it. I really do because it, 
putting any other professional sport, combat sport, has weight classes. Now everybody in WWE go for the same heavyweight belt. Yeah. You know? And that doesn't make sense. No. That, that shouldn't exist. It should be weight class belts so that you don't have, you know, some tiny guy versus some giant guy. I mean, yeah, Rey Mysterio versus Big Show, great, great match. match. Great match. But you don't need it every night. No. You need to put people that are the same size together and 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 make a variety. Learn how to learn how to make Ever since they did and this, and, and and you got me ranting now. Ever since they did the you know monthly pay per views, instead of having just the th- the the big four, right? The big four that means you could run three month, six month, nine month, year long angles. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now that they do monthly, they they run an angle for a month and then kill it. Oh, well, they're they're getting better about that now. Everything yeah. that's getting better. Right. That's uh, which I've heard, but you know, there's so much. I mean. Romans had the belt for how long? Beautiful. It's like Bruno San Martino. It's a great thing. People, when he loses that belt, people will flip their lids. I'll be so happy. People will flip their lids. It'll be, but you know, also, I don't blame WWE. I don't blame any of that because I blame, and this is, you know, I myself am one, but I'm not the type that automatically sees something and goes, well, this is what I would have. It's the smarks that have made wrestling so hard to watch because in order to make somebody a heel, you have to make them do something that the smarts doesn't think is the right thing they should have done. Does that make sense? So like you have, you have John Cena, right? For the longest time, this baby face, baby face, baby face. And the women and the children loved it. The smart men couldn't stand it. And that's just how it goes. It's always, it's always, <laughs> but so they realized that, that all the smarts hate the fact that John Cena is still a baby face. So why would they change him heel? Because if you have a baby face John Cena, to 50% of your crowd or whatever the percentage is, because you have your smart percentage and your non-smart percentage. To the smarks, he's a heel as a babyface because they don't think he should be a babyface. And to all the other people, he's a babyface. Yeah. So why change it? Oh, I actually really love John Cena. I love that they never had him do a heel turn. Like, it's right. good to have that one guy who's always... You know, I, I don't like it, especially when sometimes they they force a heel turn. Like it it doesn't fit Ray, the character. Rey Mysterio never went heel either, did he? Uh he did for a smidge in WCW, but it it, it didn't it didn't last. It didn't work because right. he's he's not a heel character. He, he couldn't do it. Just like when they did uh they they kind of forced Becky Lynch into one where she became big time Bex, and the crowd still loved her even though she was supposed right. to be a heel. It it, did, it doesn't didn't work. Um. So hopefully they're going to change it up when she comes back from the shoulder injury. Uh, but if they don't, I mean, I'm still going to love her matches. And and that's the thing. I, I don't mind heels. I don't mind baby fists. I don't care which one you are as long as it works with the crowd and it's good. And, like, I remember watching Cena matches where half the crowd was chanting, go Cena, the other half was chanting, Cena sucks. 
Right. And if you listen, if you listen to the crowd, the go Cena, it sounds like a young crowd. It sounds like kids. And if you hear the Cena sucks, it's a bunch of men. Yeah. It literally, it literally is. It's, it's like the, it's crazy. It's like the, the 20, the, whatever the demographic is that they have, what is it? The 18 to 35 male demographic that they try to hit that they, that they're, they're trying to please. Yeah. Is the one they can't. They can't please that demographic, yeah. and and they just need to give up on pleasing it. They should just start worrying about selling merch and putting asses in seats that you know that watch the show for what it is. And in that situation, it's you know kids, kids that the 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 ones who go out. Oh my god, these are my heroes. You know, right. the ones spending two hundred dollars on on that belt they wear on their shoulder while they go to the show. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Don't worry about the, the, the people that are armchair writers. Why are they worrying about them? Nah. Everything that, that <laughs> they just got to forget about them and just go ahead and because guess what? They're going to watch no matter what. They can bitch and moan about it as much as they want, but guess what? They're going to be watching next week and the next week just so they can continue to bitch and moan about it because that's what they want to do. They don't want to watch the show for what it is. They want to pick it apart so they feel like they have something to do in this life. That's why e, that's the why e-feds exist. That's why so many people are like, I'm in an e-federation. I had a, a person invite me one time to, to this wrestling thing, and I had no idea what it was. They wanted me to cut promos for a wrestling thing that wasn't even real. It's called an e-fed. Have you ever heard of an e-fed? I have not heard of an e-fed. Enlighten me. It, to this. Oh, my God. blows my mind. There are people that... That, and and this may sound really harsh, but if it is, I mean, in the word in the words of a great person, uh, fuck off, get over it. That'd be me. Yeah. That, was, that was the great person that said that. If you want to be a professional wrestler or a professional wrestling manager, get off the couch, get off the computer, find a wrestling school that's reputable. And get trained. Attempt it. And find out if you're cut out for it or not. If you're not, don't be sitting in your mom's basement on your computer just cutting promos back and forth at people without actually putting in work. That's what an EFED is. They never actually wrestle. They just talk crap back and forth. And then they say, oh, this person won the match. And then they cut more promos. I don't get it. That sounds really ridiculous. <laughs> I got invited to do uh, invited. I'm like, I was like, where's this wrestling show at? They're like, oh, it's on on this web page. What? Oh, okay. oh no, no, sorry. I actually do this. I do this shit. This is something I do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, I, 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 I know there was make pretend wrestling. I mean, I, I've yeah. I've been on websites where people, uh, which I've actually enjoyed because it's 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 more creative. Where like they, the video game stuff? No, not the video game stuff. Um, it was a website. It, it was kind of like fan fiction, but okay. they they took like they took they have there's an alternate version of WWE Raw right now where like um, Brock Lesnar's the champion and he's you know going to. Ironically, he's going to be fighting Brock Lesnar, but they they write out the match and the moves and and it's it's oh yeah like if you yeah that that's pretty cool like that's, and that's more I, creative than cutting a promo saying this person won <laughs> yeah right you know I I just feel like 
<laughs> these people want to be seen as wrestlers, but they didn't put in the work. Yeah. You know, and that, and as a person who I've put in the work, I, I got my ass beat. I, you know, I, I went to train my first day of training, you know, I took, I would say, I say I took, but I don't bump with the shit. That's why I'm a, why I'm a professional wrestling manager because I can't bump very well. So I don't want to get hurt. So my first day of training, when I was still trying to do, be an actual wrestler, a full-time wrestler instead of just a manager, I mean, I bumped 30 times and then took clothesline and, you know, I, took 18 to 24 chops you know and the next day when i woke up to go to work i couldn't get out of bed you know it's and then you know the next week i went back did it all over again and did it again you know and and, (laughs) i don't know i i as i get older i i I see things and i'm trying to get used to it like when I got into wrestling, I was told that, you know, you, you, you stay devoted to your training company for six years. Right. And if you are to go to another wrestling show, um, you are to get booked by your, by the trainer and either go with the trainer or, you know, they booked you to go. Now I see green guys that are under three years of being trained that are going out and doing shows wherever they want. And the old schoolness of being the way I was trained, and this was 12 years ago. 12 years ago, it has changed so much to the point where people can just go and do their own stuff. If I would have done that, they would have they would have blackballed me. They would have thrown the blackball at me, I would have been gone back in the day because that's not what you're supposed to do because they have this because back in the day they worried if you were you know if you were being trained and you made so many mistakes on a show and then you say oh I was trained by so and so that looks bad on them and that could hurt them getting more people Uh, that that makes sense Right. So there was a back in the day when I and I say back in the day, which is only 12 years ago, I was told six years. And that's what I did. As you can see from I stayed in Supreme. And now. I see people just going wherever they want to go. And that's from multiple training companies. Blows my mind. But, you know, I can't I can't be salty about it anymore. It is what it is. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm basically, I, I'm basically becoming a has been anyway. Maybe, a, maybe it never was even. But <laughs> no, no, never, never was. Yeah, has been true. maybe, but never, never was because you were there and yeah. you did it and you broke the clipboard on his face. I mean, come on, that's like legendary stuff from the start. That was your first match. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah pretty good. All right, so do you have any upcoming shows uh, where you're going to be managing that you need to plug? Anything you're doing here coming up? Anything uh, big? Um, yes, uh, this Friday um, in Hope, Indiana. At, I believe it's uh, 5 p.m. Or it starts at 6, but uh, people can gather around. I guess it's at any time. It's at a uh, festival they're having in Hope, Indiana. It's a free show. Uh, I will be managing custom-made 
the tag team of custom made. Uh, that's Eric Draven and Roger Malcolm. They will be taking on the Black Cube Society. Um, that's in Hope, Indiana. Once again, it's a free show. It's an outdoor show, so uh, maybe bring a sweatshirt and a lawn chair. I'm definitely bringing a um, sweatshirt. Good grief. Yeah, yeah. It should be a good time. Um, you know, get, winter showed up early like this year. Yeah, that's our. But I heard it's supposed to be about 68, 70 degrees on Friday, so it may be okay um, if it starts early enough. And uh, I'm going to push to be on first. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, so, look, I'm, I'm cold. No. I'm cold. I, I need to warm up. But yeah, so that's, uh, that's actually us making our return to emerge. We've been gone for about a year. Last time I was there, I got put through a table, so we'll try not we'll try to not go through a table uh, this time. Um, and then the next day, I have a um, a show in Brownstown, Indiana. That's with Supreme Wrestling. Um, that is a fundraiser for the Special Olympics. It's going to be twelve dollars at the door. Uh, there's also, I believe, $15 front row uh, and $40 general mission family four packs, um, all available at the door. It's doors open at 6, bell time 7 at Brownstown Central High School. It's going to be a, uh, a Rumble main event, so um, 30 people enter and one person wins. Of course, we all know what a rumble is. Oh, are you doing thirty in the ring to start, or are you going to have a? No, it's, it's it's going to be it's going to be a rumble. So every two minutes. Every two minutes. Okay. Yes. Oh, I love those. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, and then on oh, and also Shark Boy will be at that show. Um, so you can come see Shark Boy from uh, Impact Wrestling or TNA, whichever you want to call it. Um, and then we have. On the 30th, um, we have a show in Seymour, Indiana, at Race and Mason's uh, Go-Kart and Fun Zone. Uh, that is a show for the Arby's Foundation, uh, which is Big Brothers, Big Sisters, No Kid Hungry, and uh, Folds of Glory, I think it's called. 50% um, of those proceeds stay local. The other 50, of course, get dispersed out. Um and that is going to be a good time. I heard that there's going to be a uh, it's a it's an All Hallows Eve show. So I heard there's going to be a lumberjack match on that card where all the lumberjacks are uh, actually um, haunt actors from Fear Fair in Seymour. So they're all going to be dressed up as zombies and stuff. So it'd be pretty cool. A zombie uh, lumberjack match. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds amazing. Yeah, I do believe we're going to do that. Um, that's all I have lined up right now. Um, oh, hang on. November, it's a Friday. I just, I just got booked for this. Is it Friday, November 11th? Does that seem like a right day? Do you, do we, I mean, me it's, it sounds good to me. Uh, let me, hold on. Okay. Let me take a look here. I just got booked yesterday, so I'm, I'm like, I know I'm working to... Friday, November 11th. Yep. That's, that's a Friday. Yeah. Friday, November 11th. Uh, Hybrid Championship Wrestling in Terre Haute, Indiana. Um, that's a, a show that I just got booked on. I'll be managing uh, Gaston LaRue on that show. 
I mean, it sounds like you're going to be a busy man, and I, I appreciate you taking time out of that amazingly busy schedule to come on the show. Um, and everybody, check out Developmentally Speaking. Check out Glow Up. Check check out Connecting Through Wrestling. Check out with a don't you with said it, hole. donut hole. <laughs> I mean, that, that name kills me. That's a good name. Um, and <laughs> thank you for uh, coming on to my small little show. I I, I I truly appreciate it. And I mean. Come back anytime you want. We can talk more wrestling. I could do Man, this all day. Uh, yeah, we, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. Um, I'm like you, you. I can honestly probably talk to you about wrestling all night long, but I'm pretty yeah, sure people I, I, get sick of my voice after too long. Yeah. Well, um, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, if you get a chance to. Uh, Come to one of these shows. It'd be awesome. Uh, I, I, I would absolutely love to. I've actually been to a few Supreme matches, but I don't think you were there those days. Oh, that, I mean, it, it, it depends uh, what it was. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, uh, I am a giant J-Mo fan, so I have to go watch him wrestle over there sometimes. Yeah, J-Mo. I, I, I managed J-Mo for a while. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we were in a group called, this was when it was AWA Supreme, uh, American Wrestling All-Star Supreme. That was uh, a group called AWA Remix. Nice. And it was me, uh, the Blue Beetle, Johnny Justice, J-Mo, and it's been so long. I want to say Michael Bevins, I want to say was the other one. And uh, yeah, we were... Uh, basically telling all the uh all the old men in supreme to get out of the way because you know we that shows you how long ago it was all the all the old guys need to get out of the way because these young guys are coming up um that's yeah that was the group and, and now y'all are the old guys <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah but awesome uh yeah once again thank you so much for having me on and uh and i look forward to work to do it yeah oh yeah and and we're going to do this again because we need to talk more wrestling. All right, guys. Probably. I hope everybody enjoyed the show. Everybody have a wonderful day, and we will talk at you later. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed the show wherever you're listening to this show. Uh, if you're listening to the Chris Allen Show, awesome. If you're listening to the Jason E. Jones Show, even better. Um we look forward to bringing you more contact. If you want to help us out with that, you can hit us up at www.patreon.com slash jokes and help fund the show. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, you can reach out to us at, at cman234 at twitter. At twitter? Twitter at CMA234 at Twitter. Um, you can find uh, on Facebook the Chris Allen podcast. You can find uh, Jason on Facebook, um, the Jason E. Jones podcast. Um, you can also find him on Twitter too. Just search for the Jason E. Jones podcast and you'll find him. We're all there. We're all here for you. If you want to reach out to us, you can reach out to an email at uh, AskTheAngryNinja at gmail.com. Um, you want to be on the show? Reach out. Hit us up. We'll get you on the show. Interview. You want to come tell a joke? Tell a joke. We're all here. If you have an outrageous story, I'd love to hear it. We'll put that up, too. So just let us know. And if you have anything you want to hear, let us know. Twitter is the best way just to let you know. So everybody have a wonderful, wonderful day. Talk to you later. Bye.